0: While people know that height is a strong predictor of individual achievement, test scores, occupational prestige, pay, it is also a revealing marker of population health. Height has a lot to do with genes, but height differences across nations seem to be caused mostly by social conditions, such as income, nutrition, health coverage, and social cohesion. Indeed, one reason for the correlation between height and achievement is that kids whose mothers are healthy during pregnancy and who grow up with sufficient food, medical care and family support tend to be taller adults. An average US white girl born in the early 1910s could expect to reach around 5 foot 3. An average US white girl born in the late 1950s could expect to exceed 5 foot 5. Evolution just doesn't happen that fast. So it's striking that Americans are no longer the tallest people in the world. Not even close. Once three inches taller than residents of the old world, on average, Americans are now about three inches shorter. The average Dutch height for men is six foot one, and for women, five foot eight, versus five foot nine for American men and five foot five for American women. The gap is not, as might be supposed, a result of immigration. White, native-born Americans who speak English at home are significantly smaller, too. And immigration isn't substantial enough to explain the discrepancy in any case. Nor can the growing gap be explained by differences in how height is measured. Though some countries rely on self-reported heights for their statistics, and yes, men tend to round up, Americans look shorter even when the only countries in the rankings are those that, like the United States, measure heights directly. Americans are not shrinking. Overall, that is. There is some evidence that both white and black women born after 1960 are shorter than their parents. But the increase in Americans' average stature has been glacial, even as heights continue to rise steadily abroad. To really see our lost height advantage, you have to break the population into age groups, or what demographers call birth cohorts. People in their twenties, after all, are as tall as they will ever be. Changes in average height come from changes in the height of the young and deaths among older cohorts. And indeed, the adult heights of those born during a given period provide a powerful image of the living conditions experienced by infants and adolescents at the time. The fall in average heights among those born in the mid-1800s, for example, signaled the costs, as well as benefits, of the country's industrial and urban shift, which brought increased infectious disease, as well as higher incomes, harsher lives for the masses, as well as better lives for the elite. The privileged American men who applied for passports in 1890 were, on average, more than an inch and a half taller than Army recruits at the time. In general, heights are converging among affluent nations, and the biggest gains have occurred in countries admitted most recently to the rich nation club. Within countries, younger age groups are generally much taller than older age groups, which makes sense. Older people spent their growing years, including their growth within the womb, in poorer societies with more limited health technology and knowledge. But the United States is a conspicuous exception to these patterns. Average heights have barely budged in recent decades. So young Americans, again, even when leaving out recent immigrants, are barely taller than their parents. Older Americans are roughly on par with their counterparts abroad. Younger Americans are substantially shorter. The United States is the richest populous nation in the world. Nevertheless, its young are roughly as tall as the young in Portugal, which has a per capita gross domestic product, GDP, less than half ours. On rankings and ratings. Because height is a powerful indicator of social and individual health, America's relative decline should ring alarms. Our young are coming up short, relative not just to gains in stature of the past, but also to gains in stature in other rich nations. Still, If shorter kids were the only sign of trouble, we might safely ignore the alarms. For all but aspiring basketball players, tallness is not an end in itself. It can even create problems. The Dutch have had to rewrite their building codes so men don't routinely smash their heads into door frames.